welcome to another episode of Champs and Gossip. I'm Carlin here with Stephanie. Hello. And it's Tuesday. We got some champs. (laughs) Today, we are drinking Tesora della Regina. I don't know if I pronounced it. Mouthful. Yeah, I don't think I pronounced it correctly, but you know, great. It's a Prosecco. Um, and it doesn't really have a lot of, it's an Ital- Italian sparkling wine, extra dry. Ooh, uh-oh. Yeah, so we worked our way through cans, cans, sparklings, and now we're working our way through mini bottles. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever, um, whatever, uh, what's it called? Total Wine has available. They actually surprisingly have a lot of like mini bottles. I think mini bottles, same with cans, have become ex- increasingly popular yeah. um, for people because it's a smaller portion. It's like control over it. You can have, you know, one or two at a time and not a whole bottle. So I've, I've noticed that over the past year or so I've seen a lot more variety of mini bottles yeah well bigger names are having doing mini bottles like the yeah and it's like harder to like cork a full bottle like I have those two like compressor cork things and I've broken both of them yeah yeah so (laughs) don't know why but I did um okay so let's cheers. cheers cheers oh it's not that dry actually actually don't know what that means when it's dry when I think of dry I think of like I don't, I don't really like dry champagne I know but I don't yeah. mind this this is okay it's good it's probably a good mimosa uh thing you know yeah for sure yeah okay so today's top five I'm excited for it I am too and my shirt says what's your top five Okay. Are you going to do top five today? Yes. So, uh-oh. Oh. I, I don't know what I did. Stop. You're screen sharing. <laughs> I didn't mean to screen share. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. Um, Our top five is top five favorite Mariah Carey songs because we both have finished the Mariah Carey book, which we will talk about later in great detail. Um, but before we get to that, top five favorite Mariah Carey songs. Yeah. Um, I'll go first because I feel like mine are more basic than yours. <laughs> okay. So um here it goes. <laughs> okay. Do you have um <laughs> do you have audio? Yeah. Of course I have audio. I knew it. <laughs> Okay, the first one on my list is Always Be My Baby. I knew it. The intro is just so iconic. Oh my god, I love it. I feel like you're not supposed to play longer than two. I don't care. I had to get to the So that was number one. Oh man, I so wait, now it's gotta give me time to get my audio. You can say them and I can pull them up. Okay. 
Um, okay. Next on my list is also basic fantasy. Ooh, see, I knew it. Again, another intro that's just iconic. I can even picture this entire music video. I love that. This music video is great. One Sweet Day. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with this song. Like, I listened to it like non stop. I think Like, and at first I didn't have the um, album, so I had to record it on the Hot Nine at Nine on a cassette tape that I'd play it back and forth on that over and over again. Then finally I got the, the it's amazing. Cassette tape for the album. Okay. And then next is Heartbreaker featuring Jay Z. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go. Good one. And then, so technically, I have six. Of course, because I have Hero on the list. I also then have Without You on the list. Oh, that is so great. Oh, God. And oh, I can't forget the scene and oh, your face as you were leaving. So good. So good. So and good. I didn't put All I Want for Christmas is You on the list because, like, Avi, that's a great yeah, song. The whole album is great. <laughs> But anyway. Yeah, this is good. I have mine are very different than yours. Um, I figured that they would be kind of okay. So my first one is similar to yours, but the thing that I loved about reading this book is that it also made me remember that in the like. I feel like the 90s and the early 2000s remixes were like huge. And like some of the times the remixes were better than the original. Yes. So I have on my list, of course, now I can't find what I'm looking for. Um, Cause I feel like I have to like match your. Uh... I, I have Spotify pulled up if you want me to search for it. Oh, you do. Okay. So hold on. I got to reshare my. No, I literally just had it. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Okay. No, I found it. I found it. I found it. I found it. Okay. Yeah. So my first one is Heartbreaker, but it's Heartbreaker Remix. Okay. So, oh, no, not this one. Oh, man. (laughs) There were so many remixes. It's the Heartbreaker Remix featuring Missy Elliott. It's gonna take a long time. Can you hear mine? Yeah. The one with the brat and Missy Elliott. Yep. W C L U E. W C L U E. That was my favorite part. Oh yeah, I remember this one. Yeah, I remember that one. So that was great because I almost feel like it was better than the original. Um. And then I have, (laughs) I'm not mean, but I, so I love, I loved the movie Glitter. (laughs) Oh. 
I'm probably the only one. No, the lambs love it. Right. So I loved glitter. And so I really enjoyed um, the lover boy song. (laughs) (laughs) The original or the remix with the original. The original, but the remix is great too. So lover boy. I did have one sweet day on my list, but I took it off because you had it. Um, And then my next one is, and this is going to be Shady Boots, but I don't care. Um, Oh, what? It's not on the number ones. Oh, it's going to take me too long to find it. But the original Shake It Off because, yeah, like Mariah's Shake It Off and not. Oh, Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) Because let's be honest. This is Mariah's song first. Everybody just, everybody just bounce. Everybody just bounce. 15 seconds. Right? So much better. Okay. And then, so that's great. And then Butterfly, because, come on. How could you not love Butterfly? Yeah. Oh. Right? Yeah, I forgot about this song. So good. And then, like, reading the book. Yeah. It's a good album. This, yes. This album is one of my favorites. It's really good. I have a lot of, I mean, I have a lot of, right? We can talk, we'll talk about that when we get to the book. And then my last one is I Still Believe from her number ones album. I think it was on her number ones. Yeah. Well, I found an EP of like nine versions of it. So hopefully this <laughs> well, is Well, right. That's what you used to do. Yeah. yeah. Here is, this song has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven remixes. And I get Okay, that was way more than 15 seconds. I know, it's okay. So those are those are our top five with some audio. Um man, it's so Mariah's so great. And I can't wait till we get into her book because just real quick, hold on. Yeah. Christmas. Just a Peloton bike. <laughs> Just a Peloton bike. Please. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, that was fun. I had fun today. I was listening to Mariah like all afternoon. I've had her on shuffle for the past like week and it is like, it's great. You also, like I said, she made so many remixes. She has a whole album that's just called Remixes. Yeah, there's like, a lot on Spotify. There's so yes. many. I was like, like holy if, shit. You type in Mariah Carey and remix. And it's like. There's like so many. Mm-hmm. And then somebody on Spotify. Well, it's not just somebody. There's like multiple people that gen- then made like playlists of yep. just remixes. And this one has 
48 songs on it and this other one has 88 songs on it but this this second one is not all remixes oh my god but the first one is anyway anyway so we'll talk more about mariah moments yeah so let's move into some celeb stories um okay first on the list the billboard music awards were last week i believe yeah yeah um Mm -hmm. and we we both just recently watched them yeah um it was great honestly i it was better watching it that way because I didn't have to like fast forward the commercials. Oh yeah. Mm. It was phenomenal. Yeah. It's um, uh, yeah. Hulu is so great. So great. I I think we talked about this and we, I feel like we continuously say this, but like, I feel like the award shows that are virtual or like hybrid ish are great. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed them. I really, I enjoyed this award show as well. I also just like the the music ones. I think are are great because um, yeah. they just it allows for like better performances with like higher like um, uh, production value because mm-hmm. they you know can do them in advance and stuff. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think they had a lot of really good performances. Also, I think Kelly Clarkson did a really great job. She's really good at hosting. I love her. Yeah, I love her too. The other day when I was in the office, I, because I was there so early, um, I turned on my TV and I was watching her show and I was like, I feel like I would legit watch the show if I like got up. (laughs) I watch it some days if I'm like... um, working in the living room or if I'm like taking a break or something, I'll put it on. And um, I really like it. It's, yeah. it's great. I also think, and I think the thing that will keep Kelly like relevant or not relevant, but like will keep her like around and has kept her around so long is that her, her likability and the fact that she's so down to earth. Yeah. Like they, like this was yesterday yeah because today's Tuesday oh my gosh um but like they were showing a clip of her because like so they surprised her something happened and like when they surprised her she was like like dying laughing like oh, yeah like threw her body on the ground and then when they went back to her in real life she was like y'all I am so crazy she was like people I, people say I'm so extra and I am very extra yeah but, like it's great yeah, I think she's really relatable and likable and very honest. And I just really enjoy her. So I think she's yeah. a great choice to host that. And I'm excited to start watching The Voice because it came back last night. And who? Oh my um, gosh. I I'm actually, her. I'm going to try to keep up. Like, I have to keep up. I'm excited. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it was good. I mean, now that I'm for talk- talking about it, I'm trying to think of a performance that stood out for me. And I guess maybe like I thought Post Malone's was really great. Yeah. Um, and his was out off site that he performed that he recorded at like an earlier date, yeah. like an industrial park, but it was really cool. Um Garth Brooks was good. I really liked Garth Brooks medley. Yeah. Plus, I just love Garth Brooks's songs. Um I was like, oh my gosh, I know all of these songs. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think who else. There were a couple other performances I really enjoyed, but overall it was enjoyable. I think the only the only performance I think I fast forwarded through was um BTS oh see I didn't 
fast forward because I like that song. I just was fine. I just was I was trying to like speed watch it, I guess. Yeah. Not speed watch. I just was like, uh, okay. Here's the thing. Every time, and I'm sure we've talked about this. Every time I see BTS, there are several thoughts that go through my mind. One is there's so many of them. Yeah. Like so many. Like seven members in a boy band is so much. First of all, yeah. it's so much money that you have to split. Like that's what I thought about. Oh, well, then- I don't I don't think they get most of it because they're K-pop. K-pop's real psycho. You think Rupalin was bad? K-pop's worse. Um, did you see that that girl group, um, Blackpink? No, what's it called? Blackpink has a documentary on Netflix. No, I want to watch it. I want to watch it too, but I also don't think it's going to be super authentic. No, I'm sure it's not. But I am still going to watch it. But when I watched the preview of it, they had mentioned that like, they like had been like practicing or not practicing, but like, I don't know if they've like been a group for years and like have lived together for years. And I'm like, that sounds like that is not yeah, they, they have to, like, all live together. Like, it's yeah. crazy shit. But, like, one of the girls said, like, oh, since I've been eight. And I'm like, I'm saying, what? <laughs> oh, so wow. I, right. I, but I could have, I, maybe I heard it wrong. But I do want to watch that. So, but, yeah, I mean, BTS I'm very confused on. But, I mean, it's unfortunate that they don't make a lot of money. I'm sure they don't. Um, I'm trying to think of who who else. Like, I enjoyed Brandy. Oh yeah, Brandy's was good. And um, I also really enjoyed uh, St. John's performance of Roses. Um, and- oh, Was that the EDM song? I love that song, right? Yeah, yeah, everyone, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's um, I love that song. Yeah, I really liked all those performances. And Lizzo was great. Her speech was awesome. Her dress was awesome. Did you see that Christian Siriano made it? Yes. Of course. Of course. Like- I follow I, I follow him and he's always high on my feed. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I love him. I love him. Um, but yeah, so that was good. I mean, I love an we love an award show, so you know, anytime yeah. we can get some music out. Um, okay. Erica Jane had some ooh, had some social media. Drama. Drama. <laughs> yeah. So yesterday, a crap, and I want to say the right group. Oh, yeah. I want, I want to give them credit. Um, uh, it was, oh, shoot, now I'm not going to remember. Well, I know page six ran a story about it. Oh, they did? Yeah, it got picked up by page six. Holy shit. And they called them out specifically, so I know I'll be able to find it from that pretty quick. I definitely, I definitely think that whoever it is, is a, um, listens to Crappens. Cause I saw somebody tagged her, um, tagged her in their, in their group. So it's like, oh. yeah. so brands by Bravo is an yeah. Instagram, like fan account for, um, Bravo. Mm-hmm. And they posted a meme yesterday that had, um, Erica, Jane, Robin Dixon, and Lisa Renna all wearing the pink dress because they all in their most recent seasons wore the same dress. And then underneath it was a picture of the pink ladies from Greece. 
And so they posted this. And then later, Erica Jane posted it on her feed and didn't tag them or anything. So they just commented like, hey, like, could you give us credit? Like, could you like tag us for it? They said, um, uh, hey, that's my photo. Can you credit me, please? And she responded, actually, it's not your photo. It's Bravo and Paramount photo. But okay, cute meme, though. And so then they commented back. I know, but the meme and the caption were my idea. I'm a huge fan of yours and nearly passed out when I saw you posted my meme. I just wanted credit for it. And in my post, I credited Bravo for the photo. Thanks. And then Erica kept responding and said, the way to get more credit for your ideas and credit and ideas is in quotes is to come up with your own and stop leaving comments on my page about how you feel wronged. These images do not belong with you. Now go make some interesting shit that I can promote. Do you think that it was her? I don't know. Like, I don't, I honestly, I I can't decide if I think it was her or if I think it was one of her people. I I think if it was one of her people, she should have come out and like, I mean, this is, this is kind of fucked up. Like, and then it kept going. Like their exchange goes, it was back and forth for probably like 10 more things. Yeah. And then other people started weighing in like, uh, don't you know how memes work? Like. Gotta give credit. Hello. That's how the fat Jew got in trouble. Yeah. Not in trouble, but just like. Um, are terrible. Yeah, so then now all of these like Bravo fan accounts are all like all ta- all posting it, all tagging Brands by Bravo, all on Brands by Bravo's side and all like totally against Erica Jane. It's been picked up by page six. It's been picked up by comments by Bravo, which is run by comments by celebs. Like it's all over the place. And I mean, I get it. Like. But she should have just credited them. Like, this is so stupid now. Right. Like, it's so dumb. Or just, like, not say anything. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Ignore them. Don't get into a, right. a comment fight. That. Especially now when comments are, like, news newsworthy things. Like, right. I mean, you know. But just, anyway, I, I was in, I was uh, loving the drama yesterday. <laughs> I was like refreshing constantly to see if there were new comments on the post. And yeah. then I was like seeing it because we follow so many of those accounts and they all were screenshotting it and posting it and like one of them. support because they all like a lot of them are meme accounts where they just make these memes. Yeah. And their whole hope is that one of these memes goes viral and then they get a bunch of followers and stuff. Yeah. And so it happened, but then they didn't get the credit for the meme. And they were like pissed because like it's a good one. It's a good one. It's a funny, <laughs> funny joke. Like, but it just is um interesting. And it also kind of goes with Erica's personality of how like some people have said she is. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because I always kind of hope that like she they wasn't like wrong. that, but I know. I don't know. But anyway, so that was some fun drama. I love it. I love some fun drama. Yeah. Um, speaking of drama, no, I don't know. This is really drama, but um, I mean, I feel like forgot, it's yeah, we forgot to mention this. I think last week is when it came out. Um, but John Cena is now married. Surprise! Uh, surprise! I guess his girlfriend. It is. I don't. I or yeah, they've been dating for a hot minute. 
because they were together in February. People saw what they thought was an engagement ring. Okay. Um, but they never commented that they were engaged or like that it was. She just had a ring on that finger. Okay, but so they were first photographed together last October, so about a year ago. And then they got married in a surprise courthouse ceremony on October 12th. Hmm. Now, I think it's interesting because I thought he didn't want to get married. And that's why he broke up with the Bella. Yes. Or she broke up with him. Yes. She broke up with. Well, so the original storyline <laughs> was he did not want to get married. And that was the original, that was like the thing that he had harped for years and years and years because he was mar- already married, it ended badly, whatever, whatever the, his deal was. Yeah. So then he, he, I think she then realized, okay, he's not going to, he doesn't want to get married. Then, you know, what am I doing? And I feel like they broke up and then they got back together because they were working on everything. And then he was like, I want to give you what you want. And he agreed, agreed. He basically was like, I'm open to getting married. The nail in the coffin was he did not want children. And she knew that she wanted a family. Got it. She tried very hard to be like, it's fine. I don't need to be a mom. And her mother and her daughter, I mean, her daughter, her sister was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you, and at this time, um, Brie had already had her daughter and she was like, you love Birdie so much. You know that you want to, ha- like, you're so good with kids. You know, you want to have a child. Like, yeah, this is ridiculous. And so eventually that's when she really, cause they had, they were engaged because they were engaged and they were planning their wedding. Yes. Oh, but that's like, right. Yeah. They were they broke up. Mm-hmm. And then so they- how long until John and Shay have a baby? Oh my God. Could you imagine? Oh, it's coming. It's so coming. I bet it's coming. And that's the shit that's like wild is like, you're just like, so you. You so just like, didn't I- want that with me. Correct. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, now she's in a relationship. She's getting married. She's in a relationship. She has her baby. She's, I'm sure she's fine. She's getting married to Ar- Artem. Mm-hmm. Artem. Artem, yeah. Made an appearance in Keeping Up with the Kardashian last week. I know. I was like, oh my God, it's Artem. I'm also like, so Cheryl Burke and Artem, you can just go to this dance class and sign up for like classes with them? Like what? No, of course not. I mean, of I know, you- but like still, I was like, oh, hey. A hundred percent. I'm sure that like can't no somebody knows Cheryl. Right. But it was just that, I thought that was so funny. Yeah, I was like, why are they at our no wait, was it her dance studio? It, I don't it wasn't the name of this dance studio wasn't Cheryl, it was someone else. It oh, was um um crap. She used to be a dancer, I think, on the show. Oh yes, it's uh, yeah. No, I, I can't remember, but I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I thought the same thing though. I was like so confused. I was like, why the fuck is Artem here? <laughs> but I mean, whatever gets you paid. But yeah, so um, I mean, mazel to them. Hopefully that girl isn't pregnant in like, oh hi, trouble. Um oh, yeah, sorry, my cat's about to make an appearance. I love it. Uh hopefully that his uh wife doesn't appear pregnant in the next like couple months, because then I'd be like, ugh. <laughs> 
Was it Karina Smirnoff's studio? Yes, Karina Smirnoff. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I, I was like, it's alcohol brand. Yes. Oh, good for her. Nope. Uh, do not step on the keyboard. Uh-uh. <laughs> you can sit up here, but you cannot step on the keyboard. Oh my God. Sorry. I love it. <laughs> okay. He really wants to be in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he likes to mimic me working. It's really cute. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, I just, that's, that's going to be a juicy story to watch and see what happens. I cannot wait. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. And the Bellas got renewed for a new season. So it'll be interesting because I'm assuming it's going to follow their, um, their pregnancy. But I wonder if like, I don't know, it would be, I wonder if they'll be like, John Cena got married and how. How great would that be? Right. <laughs> We're going to be like, that motherfucker. I was, I mean, that to me would feel real and I would really appreciate that, but we'll see. I doubt they would include it. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Our next topics are two books that we both have finally finished. Yes. The first we're going to chat about, because it'll probably be a little brief and I feel like the other one we'll get like more into, but um Stephanie finished this book a while ago I just finished Jessica Simpson's book um it took me a little while because I had to get like over her voice um and how she reads some stuff was just like it's cringing to me (laughs) but it was all it was like overly like uh, I don't even I don't even know how I can like explain it so it felt like this is gonna be this is gonna be very judgmental. Oh, I was still talking. <laughs> you were frozen. You were frozen on my screen, but I just kept talking. So I don't know if it got recorded. I said that I it felt like it was um she wasn't comfortable reading aloud. Mm. Yeah, but it almost I don't know. I I was gonna try to read some of this book to like figure out how it was, but like. I don't know. It was, I don't know. It was weird. Anyway, I got over it and I powered through and I was glad I powered through because it, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. There were things that were really interesting. I think that um, like key things, like key things that I took away from it, like her marriage with Nick was very interesting. Like, I don't think that I realized like how bad like it was towards the end. Yeah. Like, I, and again, like I knew I watched Newlyweds and I don't really remember like how she's explaining like the last two, well, the two seasons, right? Like, yeah, well, yeah the last two seasons, like they just really like were fighting or just like it, it they like really didn't like each other. Yeah. I and I think on the show, it came off as kind of like like oh cute and like funny and jokey but it was actually really real yeah which is so like unfortunate and then like it was just interesting hearing how like oh did trouble bite you yeah oh no because he wants to be in camera he's like give me 15 minutes of fame just keep talking ignore him um I think that was what was interesting is just like hearing the timeline of how things were going, right? Were going on. Yeah. And, um, but also like how much she like didn't want to be in the marriage. Yeah. To me, it seemed like 
I mean, again, I'm sure both of them probably didn't want to. And then I, but then she was saying how much he was like begging for her not to leave him. And like, so I don't know, like, like if she, I think a lot of it obviously probably had to do with like her, which again, gross, Johnny Knoxville, which I was like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that was so weird. That was very weird. How that she- was so weird. Yeah, I'm like, so wait, you were in Dukes of Hazard, and like you were just like in love with Johnny Knoxville. Like, yeah, that's how? what I mean. They had and an I, emotional connection. Right. And like, I guess to her, she was like, that's stronger because she was a virgin. And but I also and see again, not that. But I think a lot of like, she was so young, you know, when she married Nick, she yeah. was young, she was a virgin. Yeah. So, you know, I think that she probably had this. I also think them in that time of like tabloids were huge. Even her, like just describing like the paparazzi and like yeah. everything like that. Like that was a time when like shit was just like so terrible for anybody. Well, and it doesn't seem like they actually had a good relationship before they got married either oh didn't she say they broke up yeah they broke up and got back together and he was like so terrible to her because 90 degrees was bigger at the time and then right then she got bigger which i I definitely think that that is that is a hundred percent a thing i think that like we've talked about that even with like the Kristen cavallari thing like i think that there's just some dynamics in a relationship where if you are both like if you I think it's hard when you both are in the same playing field of like the entertainment business but then um one person especially when you start off at the same kind of the same time or like you're skyrocketing or like how he was in 98 degrees they were doing so great then he wanted a solo career and the first solo album flopped you know I your ego you know and you're and you're young and you don't understand that you know, and how to deal with that. So I definitely think, but obviously everything happens for a reason and they both are in great places. Yeah, Yeah, they seem to both be. And I mean, I think it was interesting her, all of her um, stories about John Mayer were really interesting and like what a like psychopath he is. And 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 then also like revealing her issues with alcohol. Yeah. um, I think was really interesting. The alcohol thing was very interesting. Interesting and sad. Yeah, especially when she was, um, when when her doctor was basically like, if you have the surgery, you're going to die. Yeah. And then she still wanted to have the surgery. I'm like, you're yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, But yeah, I thought it was a good book. It was entertaining. I read it back in the beginning of quarantine. I don't remember as much, but. Um, I did. I did like it. I did enjoy it. I, I went through it pretty quickly. There was a part in there when she was talking about her dad, when her dad was at was going to her wedding. Yeah, and he brought his friend. And he brought his friend. Yeah. So she never admits about her dad and the rumors that he is either bisexual or gay. But she said that's her way of addressing it. Well, right. But she also said something that alluded to it because it was like, she was like, I don't, 
like, uh, it was something like, I don't ask him about his life or, or something about his choices or so- right. It's like, she knows she didn't want to bring it up and she didn't want to address it and like right. out him or anything, which is what right. I kind of think it was like, cause he's never really come out and explained any of it. So I just think that she didn't want to out him, but like felt like she probably needed to allude to it in some sort of way, because it is such like not a big story, but like something that's been out there that people have talked about and wondered about. But um, yeah, I know a lot of the stuff with her dad and their relationship was also really interesting. Yeah. And their family dynamics and stuff. Dynamic is very strange, but I, I mean, again, I think that's what happens when like you're the breadwinner, like your parents yeah. you and like they rely on you as like you're an adult and you're a fucking child, which is yeah. Um, her Mickey Mouse story was interesting too. Oh yeah. I thought that was great. Like great, but like, it was interesting to hear like her whole tryout process and like, yeah, that's what hooked me on the book. Actually that story. Cause that was pretty early. Yeah. It was early. So like that that was like what I was like, Oh, this is going to be good. Cause I thought that story was really interesting. Yeah. It was really interesting to, and then the fact I, I, which sucks, but like the fact that it was like Christina and Brittany. And then like later on when she was trying to get her record deal, like the two of them again, were the people that signed with these people. And then they had albums coming out and then she had to wait. And it was just, it was funny, not funny. Interesting how like all of that kind of like behind the scenes of all of that was super interesting. Right. And it's so sad too, that like, I think a lot of stuff too, when she was talking about how, how like her weight and how people were like, of course I Googled the picture that she was saying people were talking shit about. Oh yeah. And I was like, are you kidding me? They were calling her fat. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Like, it's so sad that like, that's a thing. I mean, and of course it's a thing, but like, yeah, but she was like a size four in that photo. Yeah. That's what she said. (laughs) I'm like, well, okay, great. I would yeah. love to be a size four and somebody right. called me fat. I'd be like, great. I'd be like, yes, I am. Right. B-H. B-H. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even remember the last time I was a size four. Oh, God, no. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, it was good though. But it was not as good as Mariah Carey's. Not as good as Mariah's. <laughs> Let's get into it. Okay. I hands down will, I mean, I think that everyone should talk to Mariah and Andy Cohen. I don't know whose idea it was. Her audible. Oh yeah. Was the best. The best audible I've ever listened to. And I've listened to a lot of audibles. Ever. And I don't know. So I don't know if it just made sense because she had lyrics in her book. And so she felt like she had to sing the lyrics instead of just reading them. I mean, she read some of the lyrics, but a good amount she read. I mean, she sang. And I think the thing that I love too is there was a part when she was talking about um, uh, fantasy, the fantasy remix and how she wanted ODB on the track. And she was telling the story about how she was in bed and asleep and they called her and was like, ODB just laid down his track. Do you want to hear it? And then she plays, then you hear the recording of him, like the raw, like, yeah. him. so, and that's happened multiple times because there was a Debrat one too. 
But to me, it was almost, it was like a visual, like, it was, it was great storytelling, right? Like I felt like, like when I was listening to it, like I could imagine her, like I was imagining her like getting excited, listening to like, it was very good. It was just, it was, it was very good. Yeah, it was great. I mean, and one quick thing also about Jessica's, I also liked hers for similar reasons. She didn't sing. I don't remember, but she did show emotion and like there were times where she broke and she like you could tell she was actually like tearing up while she was was reading it. And like I I just think that like audibles for like memoirs are so great. Um, I also think too the thing that I the thing that I missed about so I probably did myself a disservice, like listening to Mariah's and then listening to Jessica's. Yeah. Uh, I kind of would have liked to hear more of her songwriting and like yeah. how, like why she wrote certain songs. I think that's why I liked Mariah's because like it truly like told her story. Yeah. All of her music tells the story of like her life and where she was and why she wrote it. And like, to me, I was like, that's great. Like, I love all your songs. And now, like, because I've read your story, I know why, I know why you wrote The Roof. Like, The Roof makes sense now because it's about Derek Jeter. (laughs) Yeah. That story is great. (laughs) That whole album, actually, she said was about him, which is so great. And I love it. Cause then you look at like all of her songs before and you're like, you were with Tommy Mottola and you were just like fantasizing about a different life. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So this book, um, Mariah's book was published by Andy Cohen books, which I don't know if we talked about on the podcast at all, but so it was one of his first three books out of his imprint that he got that he, um, started last year and then the first books came out earlier this year and so huge get for him I think like oh, massive get and then it it was written by Mariah and then also Michaela Angela Davis who is like actually a very like she's a super accomplished author in her own right yeah. and has written a lot of like um films um and um some books and stuff so she it just I mean it was just it was so well written and like it was like from start to finish it was just like a really good book take out the fact that it's about Mariah Carey and it's like a memoir it was just really really well written like and sometimes memoirs are not (laughs) Correct. Sometimes they're not. Um, it was very. But it was so good. And like, I learned so much that I had no idea about. Like, I knew very little about Mariah's like past. I mean, I knew she was married to Tommy Matola. I knew about, you know, obviously Nick Cannon. I've known about a lot of her relationships, but I didn't know like a lot of details right. about yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and. You know, it's very revealing about her childhood and just like all of her relationships with her, her mother, her ex-sister, how she refers to her, her brother, mm-hmm. yeah, her ex-brother, her sister's um, son, her dad. I think all the stories like with her dad on Sundays were like so beautiful. And then when he was sick, I mean, there were just so many layers of like 
stories, you could really see how like Mariah is how, like Mariah. Yeah. It, uh. um, I agree. Like it was, it was written very well. And like, also just like, I am amazed at the detail that people can remember of like things people said to them or like, you know, just like conversations that you had when you were little with certain people. And I guess like if they are monumental in your life. And I think she said she journaled a lot. Yeah. I was also thinking about that. Like I used to journal a lot when I was little and I literally found all of them. And I was like, I should probably go back and read them. But then I'm like scared to read them. So I'm like, oh, maybe not. I read some of mine. They're like so stupid. (laughs) I was like, I don't know if I should do that. I might scare myself, but it was just so, I agree. Like it truly, truly like told her whole like story. And I think that like, I knew a, I knew a good amount about Mariah, but not, I don't think I knew how bad things were with Tommy Matola. Like, I don't think I knew like really, I think I remember being like, obviously when she came out, we were young. Um, but, and I knew that like, it, she was married to an older person, which I thought, you know, whatever was probably weird, but I don't think that a lot of people knew the control that he had and how like terrified she really was in her own home and like the things that she couldn't do and basically like had no like outside like true like real freedom yeah Um, so I mean there were so many things I mean the story about the story about when she made glitter like just that whole that whole thing because they were in a situation where she was wanting to leave him and they basically tanked like the writing of it the yeah the full like everything and yeah she said the story that they ended up with was not the story that she had first written and they had like changed it so drastically that she didn't even want to be a part of it anymore but she had to be yeah And I'm like, the fact that stuff like that is just like so interesting because you look back and you're like, yeah, hmm. Even the story that she told about um, with Carson Daly at TRL and how that's when they made her seem like she was crazy because she showed up like, you know, in like hot pants and like, because she was like, I want... I have to promote this. Like no one's promoting this movie. And she was like, you think that I would just show up at TRL? Like I could do that. No, people knew. She was like, everybody knew everyone knew, but they made it seem like I was a psychopath. And I'm like, damn, like that just is so unfortunate. Yeah. And she was so right. Like she was like, if that, and I think she said it on watch what happens live with Andy too. She was like, if that would have happened today, I would have gotten like a million likes and everyone would have loved it. She was right. like, back then, like, people just, like, were like, oh, that bitch is crazy. She was like, you would have thought that I was, like, running around naked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was so good. What was your favorite part? Mm. Um, What was my favorite part? I think, like, hearing, I think, like, hearing a lot of, like, well, one, I think her stories with, like, DeBrat and um, Jermaine Dupree, and just like how she loved making music so much. And I think just like hearing like 
for her what goes into like songwriting and like how like important it is to her yeah that that was just like great I mean I think I, I think we all knew that she wrote her songs but I also think like being able to like connect a lot of like the moments you know I think after like literally after I read it I then like was like going back because like there was a story that she was telling about when Jermaine Dupree, Jermaine Dupree, the brat um, escape were all at her house yeah. and they were doing the remix to always be my baby and like they were filming the video blah 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 so of course like I go google to watch the video and it's just like that I think that type of stuff is like kind of cool to be able to see because she's like describing everything in the book of like we were playing cards and we were just hanging out and it was so great because we're we're young we're just like in our 20s whatever and then you go to the video and it's exactly what she's like talking about so I think that that was like really cool to just like you're kind of like in it what was your favorite part I don't know honestly (laughs) (laughs) I just thought I mean I liked a lot of the stories um I thought they were all really interesting I like the part all the parts about Derek Jeter I think because I I guess I like knew that they had like a relationship, but I didn't know much about it. And so I really liked learning. I liked those stories. Um, Plus like not knowing any of the backstory with Tommy Mottola. So just like the timing of when it all happened. Um, And then just like an overall thing in general, which you've kind of already mentioned, but like how she would tell a story and then like at the end of the chapter or whatever she'd like weave in like lyrics from like the song and so you could see then like where that song came from from the story that she had just told um and I think some of the stories about her dad I thought were really good yeah um and really sweet and then about when she had her kids yeah good I think it's interesting too like I know we both were texting because we were like hoping the Nick Cannons, we were like, um, there's 30 minutes left in this book. How have we not heard about Nick? Cannon? Okay, yes. Legit. And like, we were like, what's going on? And- yeah. I, at first I kind of was like, I, I took it. I didn't, I mean, at first I was just like, why are you waiting until the last 30 minutes to talk about like your relationship with Nick Cannon? But then also on top of that, like your children. Yeah. But then I just think that, like, there's nothing really juicy to say with her children. Like, she right. loves her children so much, and they changed her world, and, like, they're the center of everything. Like, if there were, like, time chapters of her going on about that, that would probably get annoying. Right. Yeah. And I think everything was chronological, and it kind of all, yeah. like, went in order. And, like, I think yeah. that that it was, you know, I, I – and it was interesting to hear like, you know, ever, like everyone wanted them to meet and like, he was really wanting to meet her, which of course, like it's Nick Cannon. He's like, how much yeah. her? Um, I was, I was sh- not shocked, but like, she kind of didn't really truly like give an explanation of like why it didn't work. It almost sounded like, I don't know. I, I like, I'm now like, trying I, to- I, one of my, the one of the, the only probably negative of the book, I feel like is I do think there's some stuff that she left out 
that like is not the full story of things. Like I think that she like at the end of the day, she comes off like looking pretty good herself, not saying that she shouldn't, but like, I just think there's more to some of the stories in her life and like some of the things and like, she doesn't talk about like her last relationship with that James Packer guy, which is like a very weird relationship. And just like some of the stuff, I just think she left out. But I also think like, it's a memoir and it's what you want to tell and the story you want to tell. And so that's not part of the story she wanted to tell. And maybe she wants to have another book. Yeah. Um, I think she did a really good job of like, not like dragging any, like, you know what I mean? Right. And so Nick, I think she didn't want to drag, like he's still the father of her children. So maybe she just didn't want to drag him or even, or even like, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Derek Jeter. Jeter? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, I mean, he did not like, she didn't paint him in a terrible light. I mean, she even spoke about how great his family is like, no negative, like, which to me is like phenomenal. Even the other guy, Louis Miguel, like, Oh yeah. Yeah. She mentioned that I was wondering if she was going to talk about him because I definitely Googled and like somebody like had like, he was definitely in the timeline, but, um, she I think she said that he was like a like a ladies man or whatever but like there was still nothing that was like yeah negative which to me is great because some people like you know yeah I mean Jessica kind of with John Mayer I mean right but I mean those are things that happen so I guess I don't know I just wish maybe she was a little more revealing on some of that like she didn't talk about any of the stuff with like Eminem and like the feud with Eminem yeah. And like she didn't talk about she some... mentioned she mentioned the dancer, which I thought was really interesting because she, she did like, mention the dancer. Oh, I can never remember his name. She did mention by his last name. Um fudge. I can't I can't remember his name, but she she mentioned meeting him prior to Nick. Yeah. It was before Nick. And that she thought he was cute, right? She said she thought he was cute. We were ta- we were like hanging out, whatever. Yeah. And that's where it ended. So I thought that, so to me, that was interesting that like she did not get into her relationship with him, but then she thanked him in her acknowledgements. Yeah. Her acknowledgements were long. I didn't listen to them all. I, was, I just listened <laughs> to the beginning. And then I was like, like <laughs> but no, she, 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 I think she thanked him very early. Yeah, because I um, because I remember being like, oh, okay, like so. Yeah, so we're still Tanaka, Tanaka. There oh, that's right. Yeah, I was like, okay, so we're still we're still doing that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. cool what cool. do you think is next for Mariah? Um, well, you saw that she released a new album. Yes, the rarities. The rarities. So I need to get that because I think those are like all songs that just never made albums, which to me is like fantastic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I actually kind of really liked her acting. I think. What do you think? They're gonna turn her uh book into a movie. I if they do, but she's not gonna be in it, obviously, but she'll no. be 
but part of it. That's what I think. But I haven't read that. I've not read that anywhere. That is just me just seeing how juicy the book was, how good it was, how like it totally could be like a movie. I want it to be. I think it'd be amazing. Yeah. I legit think that that would be so great. Who could play Mariah though? I have no idea. Is I would say the only person that could play her because she can sing would be Ariana Grande. Yeah, but she, can she act? Can't. Oh, no. I mean, I don't know if she can act. She started off as a Disney girl. Okay, but like a lot of people are Disney girls. It doesn't mean you can act. A lot of times it just means I your know. parents are stage parents. I know, but she also looks five and I don't think she could ever pull off being like being Mariah. Like, yeah, she's too like little. She could be not that Mariah's not little, but like her body composition is wrong. She could be like baby Mariah. Like when she's like, she could could dub whoever they cast. (laughs) Right. But it's got to be somebody that can like. That's going to be the hard part. But I'm just saying, I think it'd be cool if they turned it into. Oh, I would love a show that. or a movie and considering it's already attached to Andy. Yeah. And, the right people. Yeah. And she's got a relationship with uh, what's his face? Lee Daniels. Uh-huh. So I'm sure like I'm shocked that has not come up even like an Oprah, Oprah, Tyler Perry, like, come on. I probably wanted to wait to see how the book did. I mean, it's only been out not even a month and it was instant number one bestseller. Is it? I was wondering. Oh yeah, it was like before it even came out, it was already at num- number one, number one. Her lambs are insane. Um, yeah. One, I, I did not know that her fans were called lambs. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh yeah. I didn't know that, but that's because it was like, I feel like, like that was like before all the fan groups had nicknames. Yeah. You know, I so I didn't really pay attention to what they were. I feel like I just thought that like naming your fans was like a newer thing. No, I mean, I think that like for her, I like the explanation of like, she used to like joke around and call somebody, oh, my little lamb, my little yeah. lamb. Like, which, you know, is like dumb, but it's cute. Yes, darling. Yes, darling. But I think that's why I liked the book too. Yeah. Because you got like true like Mariahism. Yeah. Oh, one of my favorite parts was when she was talking about how like she didn't just like expensive things when she got rich and famous. Like she always liked expensive things. She just didn't have the money for it. But she always liked the finer things. That was not like a new thing. Right. like she got famous and she became this like spoiled diva no she was always a diva yes but it's also (laughs) because her mother was like that too yes 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 and i had no idea her mother was an opera singer that whole thing was just like so fascinating but and also just like yeah a terrible person yeah her mom was real bad her mom is real bad and the fact that like she says she still takes care of her mom she takes care of all of them financially yeah which is like ugh, so bad not I mean I get it but like I mean they the story about when they like um basically sent her to rehab is really terrible oh, and then the cops and the cops came yeah that was terrible oh and I also um I don't know if enjoyed or liked was the right word I guess I think it was interesting all of her stories about like race and how like and her like 
being mixed and how it like played into like her whole life and like it was always like a theme in her life and like how she handled things and like how she was treated and like with her mom being white and everything and I and I thought that was all very like interesting I also thought it was interesting too when she would describe conversations that she would have with the label and with Tommy and how he would be like well mm, that's a little too urban and she was like that's like aka too black right yeah how she was saying that he tried very hard to like negate the fact that like she was part black yeah like she and she had and she identified that way like that was just and the thing that I was gonna say too is that like I like even in a lot of her stories when she was like you know, one of her best friends was Debrat and she loved Jermaine Dupree. And then she, there was times where she was hanging out with Cameron and like, you know, Dipset and like all of these people and how she always really loved hip hop and like how Tommy was always like, no, I don't understand that. Like whatever. It really like, to me, like reading it made me realize or not realize, but then like, look at the time that she split from Columbia, Columbia, right? Yeah. Yeah. Columbia, her albums, like she always had a little bit of like, you know, there was a rapper on like here or there. Yeah. But I definitely think her sound changed once she was able to go to like Def Jam, Island Def Jam. Like yeah. her to this day, one of my like favorite albums, like obviously all of her like old shit I love, but like, the emancipation of Mimi is like by far like I was texting Mahogany because like in college we would listen to that on repeat like it was just so good and I think it like she had Snoop on there like there were so like it was very to me reading this it made sense of like that's the type of music that she wanted to always make but she couldn't because they wanted her to, you know, be a adult contemporary because a lot of her like emotions and all that shit, it's very like, you a know, very adult contemporary, it's very adult contemporary, which is fine. Yeah. I don't think that like, that's it, not what she wanted to be as an artist. In her hearts of hearts. I do not think that she, that's what she wanted to make. So it was really interesting. Like hearing her talk about it and hearing her talk about her experiences, but then also like looking at her, like her albums and being like, huh, I can see the evolution of when you yeah. like, took control. So yeah, it's really good. It's a great book. If you want to read it, you should listen to it on Audible. Yeah, you should listen to it on Audible. And then if you're a psycho, you can actually buy the actual copy like I did. And I like how I like, sh- like showed it to you. Like people can see it. Like people can see see it I appreciate no, it I can't I like it <laughs> um okay so do we want to end there or do we feel like we can end there I think that's good I think it's great I think we yeah. have a lot we can talk about the bachelorette and other shows next week yeah we can talk bravo stuff and bachelorette maybe a little dancing with the stars update um all right well on that note Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter and make sure that you are subscribing. And if you have not given us a review, please give us a review. Um, Five stars. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.